0: Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I was on my way to work out yesterday. It was the end of the day. I usually work out uh, during the afternoon. I cut my day in half. I uh, like getting that extra uh, dopamine and reboot in the middle of the day. But yesterday, I got caught up in writing. And so it was like 6 p.m. And I felt like I need to get get out and move and sweat. So I was on my way to go go do some running. And in the middle of going, I actually did a U-turn and went and had pizza. Now, there was a little bit of an inner struggle. Um, of course, you know, the guilt of, of giving yourself pizza instead of working out. But I thought to myself, you know what, what, what do I really want? Like, do I really want to work out? Or am I doing it because I feel like I should? And I realized that I, I was doing it I didn't want to work out at all. I just I felt like because I didn't today that I needed to. It was almost like you know taking my medicine, um, and I had no desire to actually run. I knew I was just going to be going through the motions, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to label this under self care, and I went and got uh, pizza. I went to one of my favorite pizza places. Um, and I knew I was going to spend like fifty bucks because you can't just buy a slice; you have to buy the whole pie, and then of course you get a salad and all that. So, I treated myself, and during that, I was listening to uh, an episode of Dak Shepherd's podcast, and he had. Um, he had uh Kate Hudson and her brother on, and they were talking about um you know the entertainment industry and their story and I had this huge revelation and this is this is what I'm getting to that I wanted wanted to share I had this huge revelation that um I spend most of my life or spent most of my life trying to fit in and so um let me explain so um as I was listening to the that episode I had this thought like oh I totally forgot Kate Hudson called me once and she didn't call me because she knew me or because of, of, of you know that we were, that we were friends I had a restaurant bar club in Hollywood a supper club um, and they catered to uh, uh, celebrities and all the cool kids uh, for about six months when it blew up uh, because of our promoter back in 2001 And it was one of those places uh, uh, where, you know, there's 400 people waiting outside and there's 30 people inside. and Everyone's trying to get in Um, and just all built on hype. Um, And I remember she called me and I don't know how she got my number, but she called me because she wanted to get her friend in. And that made me think about my own story. For some reason, it triggered me of when I first came to America and as a kid growing up in the 80s in a predominantly – um, all Caucasian world where you know it was uh, the cool kids were you know had blonde hair and blue eyes and there were surfers and skaters and um, me trying to this little Korean boy trying to fit in and I think my ticket in was through ability so it was never through books it was never through grades it was because I could move so um, breakdancing skateboarding or whatever that was kind of the ticket into acceptance and then they. Uh, because of my ability saw past my skin color and so that was been um the rut that has been the running theme in my life this this whole thing of of fitting in and so throughout high school uh college i i just i got really lucky in that i've never been bullied because i was able to um make it into the quad or fit in with the cool kids or or whatever even in high school um i i never played i was um uh, as far as football I was on the team but I never played and of course you know someone who's a bench warmer uh they they the bench warmers don't get to hang out with uh, the all stars right um, but in my case even though I never played I still my friends were still the um you know the quarterback and the and the all stars and, and and uh are the first strings and I just managed to always have that kind of luck um and then in college um i, I got I got into a fraternity and I think I was only one of I think I was the only guy in my, my pledge class that didn't get any hazing, and I don't know how that happened, but no one fucked with me for some reason. I slipped in again. I pulled a John Kim, and uh, that's been the case, and what I realized was, um, A, it's it's kind of exhausting, but B it prevents you from being you uniquely you, right? It prevents you from waving your own freak flag. Um, this idea of, or this desire of trying to fit in makes, uh, waters you down or it can, you know? And so the day that I didn't fit in is what I want to talk about. It's when I was, um, now in my thirties, uh, have gone to therapy school and I got hired at this high end, uh, Treatment center treating eating, eating disordered patients and um, I remember I was excited because it paid very well and it was very professional and I I, um, I went and bought slacks and uh, <laughs> I tucked my shirt in and I tried to look very professional DSM in my hand um, going to work every day with fancy shoes uh, and I ran groups and and I remember I pulled up on my motorcycle one day and this this is when I got my first motorcycles a Ducati Monster black and uh, everyone else had cars, and they probably thought like, who's this crazy Korean guy rolling up on a motorcycle? Um, Not only did I roll up on a motorcycle, but I had a DVD player in my backpack with a bunch of my favorite movies. Okay, I don't know about you, but I hate shopping at the hipster, trendy grocery stores because there's always a line and they're such a hassle, but here's the thing, they have all the good stuff. Well, let me give you the solution. Thrive Market. It's an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Shopping at Thrive Market is hassle-free. You get uh, access to 70-plus diets and values like keto, paleo, gluten-free, fair trade certified, non-GMO, and much, much more. So skip the store, skip the lines, and enjoy Guaranteed Savings and member only prices. Thrive Market members save an average of $32 on every order. So, listen, Thrive Market is good for you and also the planet. Orders of 49 or more are shipped for free and delivered with carbon neutral shipping with their zero waste warehouses. I buy Bronner soap at Thrive Market. It's a soap that uh, it's only soap that I use and I they only sell them at these high-end grocery stores, but you can get them on Thrive Market for a really good price. I'm going to give you something today. If you go to thrivemarket.com slash angry therapist, you get 25% off your first order and a free gift. That's thrivemarket, T-H-R-I-V-E slash angry therapist and get 25% off your first order and a free gift thrivemarket.com slash angry therapist. And in group, I decided to do um, cinema therapy. I decided to use movie clips as interventions instead of the generic, um, you know, worksheets that they had in the file cabinets. And the clients loved it. The group—they were just like, "Oh wow, we've never done this before. We had a great time." Um, one of my favorite movies is *The Breakfast Club*, and I remember using uh, uh, scenes from that to to uh, uh, trigger. Um, you know, things in their own story. And then that group was actually kind of then became like, uh, uh, the breakfast club, but I got fired for it and I got fired because I didn't fit in. And this was a huge turning point in my life because it was the first time that I wasn't accepted to something because, you know, I've always been accepted into, um, whatever crowd that I was trying to get into. And, and, and this, in this world, The clinical, I was not accepted. I was too out of the box. I was uh, someone who went rogue. You know, what are you doing bringing in a DVD player (laughs) into groups um, and watching movies? So at that point, I made the decision to not care about being accepted anymore, but instead to do my own thing, you know? And that's when I really got excited, genuinely about trying to help people in unconventional ways and if it wasn't for that rejection if it wasn't for them saying uh no you need to be like us or leave i would have probably taken a traditional path and been miserable so i would have been um i probably would have opened an office a private practice had those little silver balls and my uh um uh, license framed <laughs> behind me, I would have just been very uh generic I don't know if the word's generic, but I would have been not me, you know because I don't want to say generic because for some people that is their truth, and that is them being authentic and that's great, but for me it's not you know and so the way that I work today um, <clears throat> meeting people. In coffee shops which some people some therapists think is is crazy and uh, being transparent uh, via social media and um, just just kind of the the more casual approach and and walking with people around lakes and and all of that stuff Um, when I say that people I think people think like I'm thinking about these uh, giant lakes I'm just talking about the man-made reservoir in Los Angeles next to my house but uh, working in a way that is that is more me meaning if we're gonna do life, that's or if we're gonna talk about life, let's do life while we're talking. That all that would have never happened if I actually fit in. If I actually exchanged my truth for membership, you know, which I've done for a, a lot a lot of my life, right, growing up. And you know, when you're a kid, you kind of have to because if you don't do that, you get punched in the face. You know, if you don't do that, you get bullied. You get your uh, your underwear. Um, hung on the flagpole, <laughs> you get you get peed on in the, in the fraternity, whatever. And one of the reasons why I never really got bullied was because <clears throat> um, I was able to fit in. And so today as a 46-year-old, um, and for the last seven, eight, nine years, I've practiced not fitting in, um, not because I'm trying to be cool, but because I'm listening to my truth. And by doing so, I think that I'm now more... Um, lined up to uh, swim toward my true north and work in a way that's honest to me. And I think what happens is you become more potent, right? So the more you don't fit in, um, you're also going to have more people that don't like you. So, you know, I always say that if everyone likes you, no one likes you. And I think the more that people don't like you, there's also going to be a population that love you, right? So... That's because uh, you are uniquely you. And I think you have to give yourself no other choice but to to take that road because if you don't, you're going to sacrifice your potential. If you try to fit in and that fitting in goes against who you are, how you work, you know, um, and it doesn't matter if we're talking about a treatment center, a fraternity or a relationship or a group of friends. It's imperative that you are your unique self and you will attract who you're supposed to attract and that will be your tribe instead of trying to fit into something where you're not you, but because of fear or whatever or trying to be cool um, or your insecurities, you you try to fit in there. And suddenly now, because of that group, they are turning you into someone you're not, which, which was happening in the clinical world then something very sad is going to happen is you're going to live a a life of wasted potential because your potential lives in your uniqueness, not in where you could fit in. Thank you for listening. Um, speaking of uh, not fitting in and working in unconventional ways, I've been playing around with texting, and uh, I'm really excited about this because I'm uh, t- not only texting daily, but we're we're giving um these google doc links texted directly to your phone and they're about seven pages on different topics and it's just me nerding out on a different way to deliver uh, my words to you we're on i think 23 different google docs and now we've collected a library of them so if you subscribe um just text which one you want And we will text you the link back, Uh, everything from codependency to attachment styles to, I mean, you name it, we've, we've, we've probably covered it and we'll continue to cover more topics. All right. Thank you for listening. I will meet you in your phone. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeau, Journey Coaching. That's J R N I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out meaningful, evidence based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.